Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story provides a reminder that all the things we see in the movies are fake and for entertainment purposes only. Peter Hartley will spend 16 months in jail in England after pleading guilty to the crime that he committed a few months back. And that crime is something that he could have probably, possibly gotten away with too if entertainment were real and he had used the camera given to him by Q, who is of course the scientist and engineer that comes up with all the fancy gadgets that James Bond uses. The crime... Hiding a camera in the women's bathroom at Pinewood Studios, where the new James Bond movie is now being filmed. <laughs> Q, I like that. Q. Yes. Would you well, be like, never seen James Bond? I've never seen... Oh, my God! <laughs> I've seen bits and pieces when I was a kid, when they used to be, you know, on TV. It yeah. was a special Sunday night edition, yeah. but Ooh, I yeah. really haven't mm -hmm. seen a whole movie of you James have, Bond. Oh, my God. Well, Cliff, yeah. this morning... I'm trying out a new cologne. Oh, you are? Huh? And it says on it, the packaging, mm -hmm. it has an earthy fragrance okay. with a hint of lemon. Okay. And I thought, that doesn't sound too bad. No. So I sprayed it on this morning. Mm -hmm. And how can I best describe this smell? It's, it's like a Klingon warship exploded <laughs> around me. There's nothing but it's earthy. earthy. Oh, it's earthy. <laughs> Earlier this morning, yeah. I mentioned my new cologne. Yes. It's supposed to have an earthy smell with a hint of lemon, yes. if I remember correctly. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Very good. Thank you very much. And it smells like a Klingon warship exploded. <laughs> but then I get to searching around on the internet, and yeah. I find a new study that says yeah. smelling a lemon mm -hmm. can make people feel slim. Really? That's pretty impressive. I had no idea. Just the scent, the scent of, lemon of lemon makes you feel slim. Okay. And yeah. healthy. Okay. So finally, some good news for Buick owners all over the United <laughs> States. Wait, 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 wait. Don't you have a Buick? Yes. <laughs> and does it smell like a lemon whenever you get in it? Well, it is a lemon. <laughs> So I'm feeling a little bit lighter on my feet this right, morning, yeah, Cliff. Yeah, just because you have a car that's a piece of junk. Yeah, take a look at me, Cliff. <laughs> Do I look a little slimmer than I did yesterday now that I know this information? No. Oh. Weed, I'm sure everyone has a thought about just getting up and walking away from work at times. Same thing for those who run their own business. Just shut the doors and walk away. Well, if you're an over-the-road truck driver that owns his own truck... It's something that's quite easy to do. You pull over to the side of the road, unhook the trailer that belongs to someone else, and drive away to go find another load to haul. And it's apparently more common than what most of us think. And when that load is 40,000 pounds of potatoes and they're left sitting in a trailer on the side of the road in August heat, well, that's a recipe from the Morning Roadshow Department of Just In Time For Breakfast! Police don't know exactly how long the potatoes had been sitting there rotting along I-95 in Virginia, but it was enough 
that they had to organize a special detail to dispose of them. That included a volunteer truck driver, police escort, wrecker, and an ambulance, as the load of rotting food was hauled en masse to the landfill. Once there, the workers who dumped it had to wear full safety gear to prevent exposure. As it turns out, the potatoes were not only rotten, but when they rot, they, they contain, well, it's a small amount of poison in a potato called solanine, which is harmless under normally consumed quantities, but when the levels of poison, well, they skyrocket when there are, say, 20 tons of spuds and they've all rotted. <laughs> How can something so wonderful, Cliff, <laughs> go hurt so bad? You, hurt yes. you? Yes, you're absolutely right. I'd have never thought of a potato being you harmful to me. You didn't know that that um, there was that poison in there? No, did well, you? I knew, yeah, I knew that. You knew that. It's when they're exposed to air that you, that's there's a problem. If you cut a potato and there's like green in it, yeah, right on un, right under the skin, that's a sign that that could be there. Now, like I said, if you cut away the green part and you don't, you know, eat 20 tons of rotted potatoes, you're probably going to be fine. I also like the fact, Cliff, that they had to get a volunteer driver, (laughs) which means this guy was doing it for free. (laughs) Cliff, a few years ago when you were in New York City, did you notice a bunch of rats running around? Or is that something that's kind of hidden out of sight? I don't know. Not particularly. Did you even see one while you I were there? I don't recall seeing an actual live rat. I saw a giant statue of a rat. <laughs> but not a rat rat. But not, not like an infestation of rats, no. Well, evidently, yeah. New York City is just being overrun okay. with rats. Yeah. And so they've come up with a new type of, type of trap yeah. that drowns the rats in a bucket of alcohol. And the buckets are filled with Coors Light. Really? Now, I don't know this for a fact, but I believe (laughs) it to be true, that rats are one of the only creatures, if not the only creature, who will go anywhere near Coors Light. (laughs) And that's how they can trap them in New York City. And that's how they're killing them, drowning them in alcohol. In Coors Light? Well, maybe not Coors Light. (laughs) I'm not sure of that whole thing okay. there, Cliff, but I am sure I'm, they're I'm drowning a... rats. <laughs> I'm not sure about the alcohol brand. I believe that to be true, though. Coors Light. Yes. And if you're sleeping on a mattress that you, well, let's just say you picked up on the side of the road. <laughs> no, who would do that? Because you're really good at ignoring mysterious stains when you throw a sheet over them. <laughs> well, you're not alone. What? Yes, according to the new survey, Cliff. Yeah. 16% of all of us are sleeping on a mattress that we somehow got for free. Either off the road, in someone's front yard, yeah. or some other way like that. <laughs> and overall... That's disgusting. Well, I'm just saying... I mean, uh, although I will say, you know, when we got a new mattress, we gave the, the old mattress that we had to my stepdaughter. So it like, stayed in the family. It wasn't like, you know, some stranger was picking up our funk. And and sleeping on it, it was a family funk. Yes, <laughs> somebody that knows you, yeah, gets they, to share your phone. That's right. Yeah. Yes. So people just pick stuff up off the road and sleep on it. Yuck. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, if mysterious stains don't bother them. They're okay with that. Sixteen <laughs> percent. 
Yeah. That's a huge that's number. That's almost one-fifth. Yes. And 82% of all of us are yeah. sleeping right now in a mattress that costs less than $500. I know mine did. Really? Mine came from the Summer Stuffed <laughs> Mattress Company, where it's like a 50-50 shot whether there's anything inside that mattress when you lay on it. Other than some metal springs. I, yes. Mm. I could use a good one. You yeah. got a new one, though, didn't you? I did, and I'm embarrassed to tell you how much it cost. <laughs> More than 500 More than 500 yes. Is it worth it? Yeah, so far, yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, like all the aches and pains that I had in my hip and my shoulder and my neck are gone. Now, listen up there. Yeah. You can't get that on the side of the road, can you? No, huh? no. But you can get some stranger funk. <laughs> We've talked about this before, but it's in the news again. The Australian company that's building a replica of the Titanic. (laughs) Now, I've never seen the movie Titanic. What? That might surprise you. It's not. Why should we be surprised by this anymore? Yes. Earlier this morning, you admitted to never having seen a complete James Bond film from beginning to end. I never have. And I never saw the Titanic, but I do know that the yeah. stars of that movie yeah. are Leonardo DiCaprio. That's correct. And Kate Winslet. Also correct. And I'm just sitting here thinking, yeah. on the maiden voyage of this new Titanic ship, yes. would it kill them mm-hmm. to invite Leonardo and Kate to be on that first voyage? That's probably a good idea, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes, maybe it would kill them, Cliff. But... <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Especially... Leonardo, because he died in the movie yeah, drowning when them. the ship sank. Yes. <laughs> so I've been told, yes. Yeah, not that you would know, but yeah, that's what happened. In some debate that there was enough room for him to actually <laughs> save, be saved. <laughs> we, the Texas Medical Center in Houston is home to leaders in medical research and healthcare innovation. Here's some facts and figures about the place. 106,000 people work there. They host 10 million patients a year. And inside the center, well, there's a gross domestic product. They earn $25 billion a year. They have their own orchestra made up of doctors, nurses, and other healthcare workers. And historically, doctors there have been at times so larger than life that movies and TV shows have been made about them. But that doesn't always mean the decisions made there have been entirely smart. And people... Working at the Texas Medical Center in Houston have long complained about the birds that hang in the oak trees along the sidewalks. The pigeons and blackbirds and other fowl, as you might expect, hang in the trees and poop incessantly. All over pedestrians, all over sidewalks, all over park benches, and all over the doctor's cars. So, hospital officials came up with a series of nets to keep the birds away, and that worked like a champ. But, as you might expect, there was just one problem. No one at the time realized the birds had been eating bugs while they were in the trees. Once the birds were gone, the the bugs took over. Especially a series, a species of moth caterpillar that's venomous. (laughs) So venomous that getting a sting hurts as bad as breaking a bone. And now, when you sit down at a park bench, if you touch something you're not supposed to, you could get stung at the Texas Medical Center in Houston. (laughs) 
Have you seen that place when you was there? Uh, drove by it a couple of times. Is yeah. it gigantic? It's huge. It's monstrous. There's like 80 buildings in this place. So you've never seen nothing that big before? <laughs> no, I mean, you've never seen anything that big in one area, right? Well, I don't. I mean, I've been to NASA a couple of times. That's a pretty big place. 80 buildings. It's 80 buildings. It's a big place. No, you're absolutely right. And the gross domestic product <laughs> of the small country. It is. <laughs> wow. I don't know if you saw this or not, Cliff, but What's a that? sixth grade teacher in Colorado yeah. suddenly went into labor and gave birth on the sidewalk <laughs> in front of the school. <laughs> That's okay. right. Right there on the sidewalk in front of the school. Yeah. You want to guess who yeah. that week's winner of show and tell was <laughs> at the school? Just... I'm going to go with the teacher. I think she's the winner. She might be the uh, winner for the entire That's right. year. Grand champion. Get it over with early. <laughs> we got her text message just a few minutes ago that yeah. said, basically, yeah. are you guys going to do something fantastic for Friday? And I'm thinking, <laughs> be nice if we'd do that at least once a week. Something fantastic. Might as well make it on Friday. And I got to thinking, Cliff. How long does it have to last to be considered fantastic? Oh, boy. Two minutes? They're wanting to stretch it for an entire hour. An hour? They want us to go for... I don't have the stamina for an hour of Fantastic. I know. Yeah. I don't either. But that's what they're <laughs> wanting. Because they referred to when we did the 90s country music songs yeah. for an hour from oh, yeah. 9 to 10. Yeah. And then I got to thinking, you know, here a few weeks ago, we did uh, a listener's greatest five songs of country music yeah. ever. We played that. Yeah. And I thought, what could we do? For this Friday, now I hope we remember it, Cliff, if you think this is a good idea. Okay. How about this? On Friday, 9 to 10, all songs that hour, Yeah. the song title will start with the letter F. <laughs> I'm assuming we're choosing F because it's Friday. Yes, and it was real easy for me to think of it that way. Oh, okay. So that makes it easier for you to remember. Yes. So just remember, F for Friday, F for Fantastic. Yes, that's what we'll do. One hour of Friday fantastic music. Every song will start with the letter F, if yeah. we remember to do it. Yeah. How's if that? We, yeah, because F also stands for failure. Yes, well, we sometimes do that. Now, it's not a country song, yeah. so let's not suggest Freebird, because we could only play it twice and the hour's That's gone. Right. Don't do that to us. Wow, that went over with pretty good, Cliff. What are you talking about? We have a ton, and I mean a ton, of text messages coming in about our idea yeah. for Friday. Yeah. Now, oh, oh, that's right. Now We want it to be fantastic. This is for our texting friends this morning. And What's yes, that? Friends starts with the letter F. Cliff and I, yeah. we know words that start with F. You don't have to start sending them in to <laughs> that's us. That's right. They're all, and it's not really about the words. As much as it is, is the song titles. Yes. That's what we're looking for to begin with the letter F. Yes. Because the plan is Friday to make it fantastic and fun and in honor of Friday. Every song in the 9 o'clock hour starts with the letter F. And surprising as it may yeah. seem to a lot of people, right. we know the words that start with F. <laughs> Even flatulence. Yes, yeah, stop putting that on. <laughs> F stands for flatulence. Yes, we know. <laughs> we're not programming flatulence. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's next Friday. Next Friday. All right, let's go to the phone lines right. and see who our contestant is. Hi, who's this? Amy Bingham. 
All right, Amy, where are you from? Patoka. Now, Amy, do you have, by any chance have any children? Yes, I do. What? I have uh, four children. Four children. What's their well, names? Two are mine, and two's my husband. Well, what's their names, Amy? <laughs> Michelle Garrett, and she's getting married this Saturday. Wow. And Keith okay. Garrett, and Tim Bingham, and J.W. Bingham. Wow, you're going to have a houseful there, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> and, and are you excited about this wedding? Oh, yes, All yes. Right. This is the first one, then, that's getting married, right? Yes, uh-huh. my baby girl. Your yep. baby yeah. girl. Well, congratulations to her. Thank you. Well, you should be able to distinguish lies, then, since you have four <laughs> children. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> Don't you think, Amy, you should be good at yeah, this? You, you can be honest I here. No one's, no, no one's listening. It's yes. Yeah. I'm going to uh, read you a statement, Amy, yeah. and you tell me if I uh, am telling you the truth or if I just made it up, okay? All right. All right, Amy. Utility, cutter, and canner are all categories of beef. Can you repeat that? I'm sorry. That's okay. Sure, no, that's fine. Utility, cutter, and canner are all categories of beef. I think that's false. Amy, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. It's the uh, three yeah. worst parts of beef. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every- Everyone always hears, you know, the prime and the choice and the selected. Yeah. There's another end of that no one really talks about. Yes. <laughs> I learned something new. I, well, I'm glad you learned something new. You have a great weekend and a great wedding, okay? All right. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Well, I hated that she lost Cliff, especially since, you know, <laughs> yeah. the wedding's coming up and yeah. all of that and mm-hmm. the expenses of weddings. Yeah. She could have probably used it. She may the, be eating on it. right. The, After it's all said and done. That may be the only way they can eat. <laughs> for, for a week, they'll be doing the $20 gift certificate. Yeah. It seems to happen a lot, Cliff. What's that? Bats with rabies. Well, that's what people always think about whenever they see bats. Yes. Oh, my gosh, that bat has rabies. Have you ever had to pull a bat out of your grill of your car? No. I've done that numerous times. Really? I don't know if I've got bat sense that I can hit them or something, <laughs> but I've had to do that more than once in my life, pull a bat out of my grill and it makes you nervous. <laughs> yeah, because you don't, you're scared to touch it. You're scared to and, touch it. I've tried sticks, and of course they're wedged in there where you can't get the little suckers out. Yeah. And so eventually you have to glove up and touch the bat. <laughs> yep. And I'm telling you this, Cliff, because in Pennsylvania, yeah. a man was bitten by a bat. Okay. And that bat, somehow they captured it, mm-hmm. and it turned out it had rabies. Ooh. I've heard Ooh. people say okay. bats never carry rabies. But here is the proof uh, that, from that, Pennsylvania. That it actually is. Now, fortunately, true. the guy was right. treated and in time, and everything's going to be yeah. all right. He's at home resting comfortably. Cool. I'm assuming upside down in a closet somewhere. Probably. Well, I'm all excited about our Take It to the Bank. Oh, you are. Because this really? one here could okay. be one of the best ones we've had in months. Okay. Because, well, we're going to talk about a remote village in Antarctica, where if you go there to live... Yeah. You have to leave something back home of yours. You're not you allowed do. to take it. A remote village. Yes. In Antarctica? Yes. Is this some type of scientific thing? Because I didn't think there were any permanent residents in Antarctica. That's what you would think. But there's a village there really? that kids hmm. are raised there and they stay really? for years at a time. In and, Antarctica? Yes. And we'll tell you about it okay. when we take it. To the bank. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Now, 
Cliff, I mentioned that if you move to this remote village in Antarctica, yeah. you have to leave something behind. Before you go? Before you go. Okay. Everyone does. What's the name of this village, by the way? Well, I hope I can pronounce this close to correct, Cliff. Okay. It's Villas Las Estrellas. That's pretty good, actually. And, it, and it's... You know, considering where I thought you were going to go. Yes. It turned out not too bad. And it's one of the few settlements yeah. in Antarctica mm-hmm. where people live for years and years and actually raise children there. Okay. And the core population is made up of scientists and workers yeah. from Chile's military. Okay. But they stay long enough that they bring their families along with them. Okay. There's a school, mm-hmm. a post office, a bank, and a Russian Orthodox church all there. Okay. But the nearest hospital is 625 miles away. Okay. So if you want to live there, mm-hmm. you must have your appendix taken out before you go there, <laughs> including all children. Really? Yes. <laughs> And it makes sense. Well, yeah, because that's a thing that can happen to a person at any moment in time, and yet can be critical, if not attended to, in short order. And if you were in the United States, like here in Indiana, and you had to drive 625 miles to a hospital, it would be excruciatingly long. Yes. But there would be no polar bears in your way as you were going (laughs) there. Is that not correct? That's right. You would not have to say... Uh, you know, scour any glaciers and pass over this deep crevasse and whatnot in a snowmobile while you're having an appendix attack. Yes. So all of that you can take to the bank. Okay. I wonder on a side note, yeah. is there a possibility we could come up with a postal address of this place? <laughs> Do you want to mail? I, you want to mail a postcard there? Or I what do. do, you want Cliff, to do? I want to mail something like we did a year oh, ago. Oh, well, we sent we sent something directly to the South Pole. Yes, and it came back. Yes, eventually. Yes, you think we could come up? with I an think address? we could probably come up with it. Yeah. Yes. Their faces really don't scare me, Cliff. Talking faces? about clowns. Yeah. It's I not didn't the, know. I didn't know we were talking. Well, about clowns. I was thinking about the movie you know it too yeah out in theaters over the weekend right. and how it you know blew everybody away at the box office and mm-hmm. i thought it's not the clown face that actually scares me it's not no what, what is it what scares me and i i find this extremely frightening yeah it's the way a clown can squeeze into one of those small cars with another nine clowns already in there yeah and nobody has to get a gear shift surgically removed at any point in time <laughs> during that I don't think I've got the talent to do that, Cliff. Maybe you don't want the talent. Maybe you just want the gear shift. No, I do. I know. No. No. Well, Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, start number three. Really good at ignoring mysterious stains. Number two. We're not programming flatulence yet. <laughs> oh, my. But the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, by the way, you can hear this and all of the things we said on our podcast later. Just go to weedandcliff.com and find out more about our podcast there. But the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, I don't have the stamina for an hour of fantastic. <laughs> and yet we foolishly are going to try that try on to Friday. Try to do that on Friday. In the nine o'clock hour, plans call right now. Every song played to be... First letter of the title, F. We'll see how that plays out.
If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.